0: Was to start talking. Oh
1: whatever. <laughs> yeah, it feels more real this way.
0: I did it. I did it. Look at this professional ass intro. Open weekend plans. We just bought tickets from the Harley Quinn movie.
1: It's a really long
0: title. I forgot how long that title is.
1: Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Jesus yep. Fuck. <laughs> It's fun. It's whatever. It's DC's Deadpool.
0: <laughs> I do, it's I like what they're going to turn it into. Her, uh, shockingly hearing great things, so I don't want to get too excited. But um, just the one... I just literally Twitter searched uh, Birds of Prey. Uh-huh. And uh, one review is... Uh, Birds of Prey is a mindfuck of a movie that doesn't give two shits, yet still manages to be emotional and kind of grounded. It does whatever the hell it wants and knows you're on board. Everybody's great... But Ewan fucking kills it. The craziest CBM I've ever seen. Oh, CBM. Comic book movie. Oh, comic movie. Great. I know we're using that.
1: Yeah. I didn't know we're using that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it looks fun. Yeah. Um, it looks. I think I, I told you this before. It looks like the energy I wanted from Suicide Squad. <laughs>
0: Suicide Squad died, so Birds of Prey and Wildly a great <laughs> big
1: bag of shit instead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, there's just I love that all the directors are starting to come out too about these movies that failed, mm-hmm. and they're just like on Twitter, just like yeah, I had this whole totally different idea.
1: Yeah, I kind of respected Ayer's thing at the time, where he was like, no, I made this movie. You know, yeah. he he wasn't like the uh, cool. was Fantastic Four guy. Who like tweeted before the movie came out, like a day before the movie came out, like this is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He wasn't happy.
1: That was really funny.
0: Yeah, David Ayer. Yeah, he just randomly tweets like people tweet at him, and uh, he's like, oh, that's fun. He's like retweeting like Birds of Prey stuff, and like he's yeah you know, still supporting them.
1: Well, definitely like if anything good comes out of Suicide Squad, it's this movie because it's that DC movie. Or DC Universe, as far as continuity goes, is gonna slowly dissipate. I think. I think so. Um, well, they'll keep making Gal Gadot Wonder Woman movies because that shit's cool.
0: It worked, although. Um, well, I think they're just. I honestly think. Because somebody's like, "Oh, the new Wonder Woman movie negates everything that happened in Batman vs Superman." We're like, she has been seen for hundred years, but except for this time where she came in, back in the '80s. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure DC is just ignoring Batman vs Superman. Yeah. And Justice League and anything plot related they gave. Yep. And they're. I just, would. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, nope, nope. Actually, no. Wonder Woman had some cool adventures in the '80s too. So, um, I think that's going to be a thing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who comes back from this. I don't know. I'm worried about Superman. I don't think he's going to come back.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Although there was that whole thing about Michael B. Jordan pitching Warner Brothers on him as Superman.
0: Yeah, sure, do it. I don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd be super into that. Sure, do it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. It's fine. Like, I would like to see Henry Cavill come back and redeem Superman, but...
0: Yeah, especially because he loves the character so much. Yeah. He's, like, so attached to that character.
1: But now he's Geralt.
0: <laughs> now he's a Witcher. He's witchering around. Doing We still got to finish that. Did another episode of Watchmen. Two yeah. episodes in. Okay. It's a really good show. Right? So much heaviness. It
1: gets so fucking wild. Yeah. They uh And it pays off so hard. I'm like just being a sequel to the book.
0: Yeah. No, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? Um
1: I do like they're kind of making fun of Zack Snyder too and some stuff when they show like that um, uh, TV show like whatever that's called about the the Minutemen
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah. And it's just it's super got, over the top
1: yeah <laughs> I was like oh they know exactly what they're doing
0: <laughs> he just bashes the guy's head against the counter for like 10 minutes and yeah. then smashes him with the register yep <laughs> yeah I have a feeling they knew what they were doing mhm I do like it, though. It's good. I mean, it's really good.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like when I first started watching it, I was like, yeah, this is like shockingly good. And then, like, the more it goes on, it's like blowing my mind how much I loved it. Like, yeah. It's fantastic. It's so good.
0: And that's it. One season. That's all you get.
1: Yeah. And I, I respect that. Yeah.
0: I'll be excited to see how it ends.
1: I feel like Damon Lindelof has been traveling this course like, since Lost, where he was like, okay, well, I know what happens. What if if I, like, keep making something just for the sake of making it?
0: (laughs) And then I have to, like, put this weird ending together where they were dead all along, and now they have to die again. I don't know. I never finished Lost. I never watched Lost.
1: But I don't know if you ever watched his series um, that he did a few years ago, The Leftovers. I heard there's three seasons of that and like a hard out and it's fucking great. That show's amazing. And I've
0: heard really good things about the leftovers. Yeah, I think he learned. Yeah, definitely learned your lesson from Lost, which is just end it when you wanted to end it. Mm-hmm. Don't keep it going.
1: As a creator like Lindelof, it's it's kind of impressive because I was hard against that guy. Like I did not like Lost. He wrote some really shitty comic books. He wrote that like Ultimate Hulk versus Wolverine comic. Oh uh, okay. A few uh... years ago.
0: He. <laughs> Those versus things get weird.
1: <laughs> he rewrote Prometheus and oh. that movie was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That I always think back on Lost. I'm like, that had such a cool idea. And it just took a weird it's like first it was paranormal and then it wasn't paranormal, and now that's like, ghosts yeah. and, I don't, and
1: they're like, Oh, they're in purgatory or what the fuck ever. I guess.
0: I thought it was I thought it was a cool idea where it was just what if a plane crashed on an island that was just fucking weird full of weird magical stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had to survive. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And they took weird turns. I don't know. Poor lost.
1: Poor one out for lost. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really enjoy it. <laughs> I watched. I was. Uh. I was da- I was in college. I was dating this girl, um, and she loved it. And she would like watch it with friends. They would have like watching parties, and then they would discuss like where it was going. Oh my god. And so like it, when we first started dating, she was like, Oh my god, you're like into movies and like. Narr- like dissecting narrative and stuff like that I want- you need to come watch the show with us and like get involved and I had never really watched it and this was like season two so it was like very fairly early yeah. so like I caught up and I was like oh yikes <laughs> then, there's a polar bear and then like watched the episode with them and they were like putting these series together and I was like they're just making this up as they go along yeah. there's no there's nothing to discover here no. she got so mad with me
0: Came in and ruined their lost party. (laughs) When in reality, they were the ones that were lost. Whoa! Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast. That's it. That's all I
1: have to say. Zach is spiking a football that came out of nowhere? (laughs) I mean, the Super Bowl is tomorrow.
0: That's right. As this is being
1: recorded. I just hope both teams have fun. Rob Lowe. Yeah, Rob Lowe with the NFL, NFL hat.
0: NFL yeah. <laughs> Rob Lowe is just here to root for the NFL. <laughs> I
1: am like Rob Lowe, who is literally, literally the greatest actor of all time.
0: My body is literally a microchip. <laughs> one of my favorite things at Comedy Central is his
1: roast. Oh, man. It's so good. <laughs> I've never watched one of those roasts all the way through. <laughs> that one and the Justin Bieber one are very good. They did a Bruce Willis one. <sighs> and it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life, uh, his ex-wife, Demi Moore, yep. came on. Yeah. And I don't know if she's really funny or just, like, hired really funny writers. But she had this thing, like, she came out on stage and she was like, oh, Bruce, I haven't seen you since I was looking at the DVDs at the gas station. Stop! <laughs> and I was like, fuck! <laughs> That's fucking funny. That was good for her. baller. <laughs>
0: That's good. That's really That's
1: good. For Mr.
0: Willis. <laughs> that is really good. It's actually true too. Yeah. You go on Netflix. And like, what the fuck is this movie? It's all
1: Bruce Willis movies. I've never heard of. I really want to watch um, Nick Cage put this directed DVD movie out where he's like a hunter who's trapped this like albino jaguar and takes it on a boat. Then it gets loose. What? I really want to watch it. I really can't wait to see
0: it. <laughs> Down. I appreciate that the people are still doing straight-to-DVD, even though it's, like, not a thing anymore. Yeah, well, straight-to-streaming. Yeah, straight-to-streaming.
1: Right. You do know.
0: I've been listening to a podcast that's been talking about, uh, they're doing DC movies in review. Oh, really? It's, well, actually, I think I sent you the YouTube video. It's, like, that kind of funny yeah, company. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just so interesting. Like, I watched that. It was, like, he, they did the Batman versus Superman trailer, and, like, uh, Greg Miller, the guy, who's, like, super pumped. Literally says it's impossible for this movie to be bad because <laughs> he's just looking at all this cool shit. And I'm like, Yeah, you're right. Like, you look at the trailer, you look at the trailer, and I was like, This movie's gonna be fucking dope.
1: My the chart for my excitement for Batman v Superman was like the Comic Con announcement where they were coming out to talk about the sequel for Man of Steel and like. The man, the Superman logo kind of appears, and then the bat yeah. appears oh. around it. That was the peak of my excitement. Yep. And then maybe it stayed level when they put that first. It dipped a little bit because they were like Ben Affleck is Batman. I was like weird, but okay. I see you. And then I was here for it. It peaked back up again. It didn't crash, but it, it was like it was a weird moment. I was so pumped. Batfleck was all. I was all about it. And then when they. Like, I had to struggle with it, and I made peace with it, and then I was arguing with people. I was like, no, he's going to be a good Batman, and this will work. He, like, he would never want... Like, he was in Daredevil. He's not going to do that again. <laughs> like it him, to him, he <laughs> him choosing to do this is proof this movie is going to be good, was my <laughs> stance at the time.
0: <laughs> Little did we know he would be the victim. <laughs>
1: uh, and then they put the picture of him in the suit out. Oh, God, it's so good. And, like, not only is it, like, a cool, very specific ad- adaptation of, like, Dark Knight Returns, but just, like... A cinematic bat suit that was gray and black. For years, you like yeah. people nerds arguing on the internet would be like, "They're never gonna do that. It's too comic booky. It's not gritty and realistic." Even though that's <laughs> <laughs> dope. And then, like that happened, I was like, "This is crazy." And then, after that it would just start to slide as I saw trailers and I heard Zack Snyder talk about it and I was like, I don't know if I like where this is going <laughs> and then I saw the movie and I wanted to like the movie so much <laughs> that I went and saw it a second time in the theater just to be
0: sure <laughs> just to like, okay, well maybe
1: maybe it's good and then I was just like this movie doesn't make any sense <laughs> no, it was so, just so these much characterizations just are bad <laughs> What is Lex? <laughs> why is Why is Batman blowing everybody up? Why, why, why is Superman such a miserable bastard? Yeah, why is Superman just sad? And it's... I fucking hate the narrative at the end of Batman v Superman at the beginning of Justice League with the mourning of Superman. <laughs> and I was like, you made two movies where the world was like, fuck you, stop saving people. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then he's gone and everybody's like, oh, we miss him so much. Like, We fucked there's up. No, there's no hope anymore. <laughs> He was a symbol of hope. When? <laughs> yeah, when?
0: <laughs> the time he walked out of the firing, like, Congress building, he was just sad. He moped his way out of there after it exploded.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I There's this whole thing with Zack Snyder where you see, like, his visuals and you want to think he's, like, a really fun, bombastic action guy. But, like, his... Philosophy is very weird and like very Nietzschean, <laughs> and like he wants to make these like Rise of the Superman type like what does it all mean movies with these characters. <laughs> and you're like stop.
0: One, so the, the reason I brought that up is I did a podcast where they're reviewing the DC movies, and uh, they're doing the Batman vs Superman. The podcast is four hours long. Oh my god! Be- ah! Because they go through every plot point. Mm-hmm. And the movie itself is pretty long. <laughs> yeah, but an then you naturally get movie. segued along and jokes and yeah. laughs and what. And they're talking about the plot points and they go and then finally like you know like Batman or Superman they're fighting and they're, uh, they're Batman has all these traps and like easily this fight could be avoided by Superman just floating above him and going Hey, Lex Martha. Yeah, Lex. Lex has got my mom. <laughs> Lex has got my mom. Um, look at the whole stuff, whole thing, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about the fight and like how like everything that goes into it and. They like take a moment to breathe and one guy goes, "There's still a nuke they have to disable." <laughs> like, there's and there's also Doomsday hasn't even appeared.
1: When was there a nuke?
0: I think it was like Doomsday was the nuke. Like, oh. Uh, yeah. Like he becomes like the there's weapon. still a nuke. They yeah. launch a nuke at Superman at Doomsday.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's still a nuke in this plot and Doomsday. I don't <clears throat> I guess not disable, but there's a nuke that gets involved in this fight.
1: I think it's such a bummer how much Snyder visually quotes Dark Knight Returns, and it almost ensures we'll never get, like, just a Dark Knight Returns. The closest he got was that
0: one scene where Batman's, like, floating through the air, and he does the pose, and the lightning strikes, and, like, you get that brief second of the cover. That was, that was dope.
1: Well, he does that. He does, like, Superman getting hit by the nuke, and being, like, this, like, weird zombie Superman, and then yep. the sun hitting him, and him, like, yep. that's directly Dark yep. Knight Returns. The whole thing of him coming to the wall and grabbing the gun, and the guy going, like, believe me, I'll do it, and he goes, I, and he, I believe you. That's yep a panel in Dark Knight Returns. Yes, it is.
0: Oh, that warehouse scene is so my favorite. And that's why from he Dark
1: feels Man. justified doing it. Um, I don't know. Because he's like, oh, this is from Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, you, but guys, also, will, you guys will
0: like it. He's like, yeah.
1: So, like, it, I'm justified. Batman doing all these things because he does this in the book. It's it's a, like, what about this panel from Dark Knight Returns where he says, guns are the weapons of the enemy? <laughs> I
0: feel like the thing that should have... Yeah, exactly. But I... I'm going to talk about that part. He, he instead puts a Gatlin guns on his fucking everything (laughs) just blows people away but i feel like what Zack snyder needs Mm -hmm. every time he makes a movie the studio needs to hire an editor that has no relation to Zack snyder whatsoever Mm -hmm. to come in and edit his movies for him
1: they need to hire they need to not let him be involved in the writing process (laughs) that
0: too there's a lot of things they need to do like they just just let him shoot the movie yeah here's a script shoot the script cool that's done awesome Editor that has no relation to Zack Snyder, not a friend, nothing, nothing. Come watch this movie and edit it.
1: That should have been his uh, his role in life. He should have been, like, a Brett Ratner <laughs>
0: or a Mick G. Feels like he shoots cool shots, but, like, his movies are so, like, just... Batman versus Superman, they were, like, breaking down these plot points. This podcast was great because it broke down plot points. And they're like,
1: why was that even here? Doesn't make any fucking sense.
0: Like, why did we need any of this? You didn't. Like, we didn't need, like... Batman's origin again, we didn't need it. You can cut that. We know who Batman is. <laughs> that
1: fucking shot of him as a Floating. kid when he gets floated up by the bats. Like I get that it's like a dream.
0: Yeah, it was a dream. But, but... there's
1: there's so many weird parts of that movie because that movie is so self-serious. Yeah. That like these like really crazy esoteric moments of like that or him being in his parents' mausoleum and that like bat creature coming out. <laughs> Just like no. that doesn't fit in this movie. We don't need it. He has no, he has no like tone control.
0: We really don't need it. And like the that Greg Miller guy I was talking about when he was in the theater and he's like sits down to watch. He's so excited, and that scene happens and like fucking Bruce floats up with the bats. He like audibly was like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> and, like you just. I remember knew being what in, you're in th- the
1: theater knowing I was in trouble.
0: <laughs> it just it. it the feeling that I can closely say is when I sat down to watch Justice League in the first scene of Superman, I went, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> that mouth.
1: I had a little mini roller coaster with Justice League because that. It hurt. But like the scene itself, where like the kids are talking to him, great. and he has that whole thing about the chess symbol being like a river. Yeah. Hope coming and going. I was like, okay. And then there's that scene of Batman <laughs> fighting that, like, old-timey robber that comes out of the window, which was, like, it was really goofy, but, like, I kind of appreciate it because there was, like, a little bit of an animated series vibe, mm. like, the way Gotham looked and, like, the water tower, um, and I wish Batman, like, moved a little bit better. and.
0: Well, he was, I think... Yeah you can tell like, where the reshoots were
1: but I was like okay so this movie is probably going to be like a little cheesy but like they're probably going to nail these characters a little bit better but then after that that movie just like falls apart <laughs>
0: real hard again you can tell where the reshoots are not yeah, even with yeah. Superman that's it's obvious so hard to watch but the whole w- thing is so hard for with, me to watch with Ben Affleck you could tell he was like fuck you I was done Yeah. my body is like I'm not working out anymore <laughs> which good for him I'm never going to work out again I haven't been to a gym in months
1: yeah
0: you get that much shape, you deserve a break I like am that. Too
1: rich for this.
0: Let me get pudgy, damn it. <laughs> I just want to eat. Especially <laughs> so because he was prepping for his own Batman movie, so he's going with all that. He's probably writing. He probably wasn't going to the gym at all. He's probably just writing script after script.
1: I am really curious how f- actual, actually far into development that version of Batman. got. I feel like
0: it got far. I really do. Because
1: they t- shot like test footage with Deathstroke. They casted him. Yeah, I think it's really weird. Um, there's a that people keep wanting to ship Deathstroke with Batman. He's never really been that much of a Batman villain. No. He's fun. Yeah. No, I love Deathstroke. He's one of my favorite comic book characters, but he's always been like the nemesis of the teen Titans. Yeah. And what I think makes that interesting of him being a nemesis of Dick Grayson specifically is he's so similar to Batman. Yeah. And I was like, that's what makes that character relationship so interesting. So if you had to fight like an evil version of your dad, (laughs)
0: That you didn't really like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: You have a like a tenuous relationship with, but you know he loves you and he tried to do the best he could. <laughs> tried. An attempt was I think Dick turned out really well. I think Bruce kind of succeeded. He made like a yeah. less troubled version of version himself. of himself. Yeah. Like a happy version of himself. He raised Dick really well. <laughs> He's he knows how to raise
0: a dick. He
1: sure does. <laughs> My dick is all the way up for this new Batman movie, man. <laughs>
0: I know, they're teasing that. Yeah, we Look, we can you can hear about my teases. dick all the time
1: from all angles. True. <laughs> I just work here.
0: The latest thing we had to goose over was Robert Pattinson did a Skype interview, and it looked like he didn't get fully all the Bat yeah, makeup off. Like he
1: had wiped some of the uh, Batman scare off from around his eyes. We're
0: desperate. <laughs> is what we're it is funny, <laughs>
1: but this is my favorite phase of... Uh, being excited about any Batman movie was is when we're desperate for anything.
0: Well, Scar's is not Harvey Dent.
1: No, he's a different District Attorney, who maybe before, but maybe after.
0: That so was Two Face, even in this.
1: No, so there was, there was a lot of like chit chat about like, okay, that's the next piece of casting that's coming. Like all the like quote unquote insiders were like, Harvey Dent is in the script. So I have two theories one he was in an early version of the script cuz Matt Reeves spent like 2 or 3 years writing this movie yeah. which is part of part of why I have so much hope for it like he really pushed back with the studio and was like fuck you I'm making a good movie yeah <laughs> he wasn't like poor David Ayer who wrote Suicide Squad in 4 weeks
0: <sighs> yeah and he also had to like re- like scrap a whole bunch of his ideas he had too yeah
1: take. exactly fucking hell um so I think maybe he was in a pre like a previous version of the script and then got written out or he is in the movie but because it's a mystery they don't want us to know necessarily uh, all the characters uh. that are in it.
0: So you think like it's an alias name? Like he still could be Harvey Dent?
1: Maybe. Or maybe they cast like a big name as Harvey Dent and they just don't want us to know.
0: Could be. Well, I feel like if that's the case then for example like they we watch the movie, Harvey Dent comes on screen, it's this big actor, well we go, Well fuck, he's like did it. So yeah. then the whole plot's ruined. What probably realistic well yeah, what could happen is it literally not maybe not at end credits, but end of movie
1: mm-hmm.
0: Skarsgard does die, whatever yeah. gets killed off, who's the new DA. Yeah. And they introduce Harvey Dent at the end of the movie. And yeah. he's just you like oh shit, so the next movie mm-hmm. is going to be actually like Harvey Dent focused.
1: Yeah. Maybe. And I would, be, I would be down with that. I, don't, I want them to try to avoid following Nolan's path too much.
0: That's why I think if a m- whole movie is dedicated to Two-Face, it's going to mm-hmm. be better instead of half a movie dedicated ah. to
1: Two-Face. I see what you did there.
0: Thank you. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much what Dark Knight was, was half a movie was dedicated to Two-Face, and yeah. then they killed him.
1: But I, I, I actually kind of respect that they gave him like a full loop, and Nolan wasn't really biting that sequel bait. Thing too no, much. Um, I just like
0: Two faces as a villain. It was kind of a bummer to see him like just yeah. immediately.
1: And I really think that two boats thing at the end of Dark Knight should have been a Two Face thing more instead than a of jo- Joker instead of a Joker thing. Like that's a Two Face plot. Yeah, entirely. It's two boats.
0: It's well, and two different kinds of people. Exactly. I um, think what it was was.
1: And I, I think, love. Sorry.
0: Oh no, I was just gonna say. I, I feel like Joker was it, either Joker <laughs> could have done that as a slap in the face to be like, oh look at two boats. Yeah because of 2 Face, but it, yeah, you're right it should have been it should have been dead yeah. up there
1: plus it's a really smart um and i kind of uh, give credit to this less to nolan and more his brother and david goyer because they're the bigger comic book fans mm-hmm. if it's a really smart kind of like serious way of doing like batman villains all have like their their sticks oh yeah like two yeah, yeah. is gonna rob the second bank of gotham or like mr freeze only. Robs like ice skating galas or frozen banks, <laughs> <laughs> or jewelry, or diamonds. <laughs> Jesus, he's after the ice. <sighs> I'm gonna need to be
0: so drunk when we watch that movie. <laughs> he's an hell,
1: Batman.
0: When we watch Batman and Robin, I'm gonna need to be gone. It'll be a drunk. No, it'll be a drunk like podcast. <laughs> well, no, you need to pay attention. You need to actually like focus. I have already sat through that several times.
1: I like Batman and Robin.
0: I feel like it's just beat you over the head so much that you have to like it.
1: Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I hated Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. I like Batman I Forever. feel like everybody does. Batman or, Forever is fine. It has its place. I I just, have I have a take on Batman Forever. I just can't turn my brain off when Two-Face comes on screen and I'm fine. Yeah. But I like <laughs> at the time, especially like going into Nolan that was like all we had. And the fact no. that they like were like here's your Batman movie was a real fucking slap in the face. And it infuriated me and I hated the bat nipples and like all that shit. And I was like fuck Joel Schumacher. But like with a little bit of distance and now we've got in variety. Their winter costumes. Yeah. Just like out of nowhere. Here's it's, our winter suits. The making of those movies are so fascinating. Cuz like documentary. Cuz like Batman Forever they were, like, they struggled to get um, people involved. Like, McDonald's and shit like that, like, didn't want to be involved with the movie. They had to, like, hustle their way into getting promotional deals and stuff like that. And then it was this massive hit. And then when they came back to McBadmin and Robin, it was a case of, like, okay, here's the people from fucking Mattel. They're going to tell you what your movie's going to be. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to sell some fucking toys.
0: That's it. That's all it was. Yeah. Here's a new, here's a new fucking Batmobile. Yeah.
1: But with a little bit of like distance now, it's made I'm in my early 30s, <laughs> and like, there's not only more Batman movies, but more comic book movies. This is fair. There's a little bit of space in my heart to like watch that movie and be like, "What a like weird, dumb joke." I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love the weirdness of this movie. I love this like horrible version of Bane. Just a terrible version of. Bane. <laughs> it's awful. It's so bad. Somebody <laughs> just saw a picture of Bane and was like, I get it. <laughs> he's an idiot that just says his own name. Look how big he is.
0: And it's like, oh, Bane is actually like a really good bad villain because he's smart.
1: You know what's amazing is how good that story is in the comic books, the Nightfall story. Uh. The way it resolves isn't great. <laughs> With like the magic lady that heals his spine,
0: <laughs> I do like the uh, Nolan take where he just kind of does some stretching.
1: you know what I would have done if I was writing nightfall at that period in the 90s is I would have had him go to Rachel ghoul and gone into a Lazarus pit and set up this thing of like Rachel ghoul says something to him about him owing him something but we don't as the audience know what that is and you would just set up future stories that way true sure. I would have done that um, but I love him coming back Healed, but he doesn't really have like the confidence, mm-hmm. and he gets trained by Lady Shiva again. Oh, that shit's also good. Yeah. Um, but what's amazing about that is they did the death of Superman story, which kind of sucks, but it they sold a billion comic books. Um, Yeah, when he killed Superman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all. That's the whole thing. They introduce this like dumb Doomsday character. <laughs> And they, that worked for them. Like, they got the sales they wanted. Yep. They're like, let's just do the same fucking thing with Batman. Yeah. But they made such a good story out of it, it's kind of like bananas.
0: Yeah. It, there was, what take? To, speaking of Doomsday, what take was it where uh, I do wish that Batman vs. Superman had Bizarro yeah, instead I saw of Doomsday? It,
1: there's a guy um, who does a YouTube series called Nando V Movies, and he, like, rewrites... Oh yeah. Blockbuster stuff kind of and like just the video is you talk him talking you through his version. It's really cool. Yeah. You should look at flick that guy up. Um, it,
0: it makes sense for Zod to not immediately turn into Doomsday but instead turn into Bizarro. Yeah. Um That would have been cool. And then uh eventually you could you can almost have him if he's going to be a clone of Superman, you mm-hmm. use his body, use his powers Yada of. You know, yeah. Appearance-wise, sure it could be it could look like Henry Cavill and then you just see it slowly breaking away through the movie and then what Batman vs Superman should have ended with was Bizarro finally breaking down into Doomsday, yeah, and then that leads into Justice League.
1: I think it would have been so fucking interesting because there's a million better ways you could do a Batman, so many. a Batman fighting Superman movie with sort of the building blocks that they had. But if Luther, that end on Martha. If Luther, <laughs> if Luther cloned Superman, and was like using him to do things he he needed done. And that's how he, like, turns the world against Superman. Mm -hmm. And that's how Batman is, like, watching these things happening and going, like, I gotta stop this. And then that's infinitely a better movie. A thousand percent. (laughs) It just makes more sense.
0: Especially because Batman is the world's greatest detective, and not once, Mm -hmm. like, does he realize that Superman's actually not that bad. Like, he just assumes.
1: He doesn't know that he has parents and that his mom's name is (laughs) Martha.
0: It just exactly like if there was a perfect clone and like that's and then the it plot. De- degrades so the Yeah, movie and two Bizarro. Bizarro. And then we finally get a Bizarro.
1: As much as I would love to see like a comic book Bizarro where he's like, me, I'm Bizarro. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> Bizarro's great. I thought the animated series Bizarro. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that's where my heart is. But that would have been really cool. And then again, the ending is finally just have his body completely break down with the, mm-hmm. whatever he radiation he used to create Doomsday. And then that's what the Justice League fights because yeah. Doomsday's like fucking insane. Yeah. But whatever. Who are we? Yeah. Peasants. Nobody's, we're nobodies. We're peasants sitting here doing a podcast while DC slowly reboots everything they've ever done.
1: I am really annoyed that with all these Superman movies all we ever get is Zod. Because <laughs> it's the...
0: It falls into the generic like super... Like the reason I got bored with Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. Was... Introduce Hero. Hero discovers powers. Hero discovers villain that has his exact powers. Hero fights villain. Mm-hmm. I found who I am. Mm-hmm. Sequel. And that's what literally Superman, The Man of Steel, was. Yeah. It was the same formula. It's like, I fight evil version of myself. Yeah. I discover who I am.
1: Well, with that, they're probably trying to figure the Marvel thing out. <laughs> it's I, just DC trying to be Marvel.
0: Which, yeah, I'm glad they're doing <laughs> the opposite now.
1: Well, I think where Marvel succeeded is they've made us like these characters more than we care about necessarily the plots in their movies. A thousand percent. Like we keep going to the movies cause we want to see what happens to Iron Man next. You know what I mean? Maybe. They've tapped into that comic book thing. Yeah. Like in a way that DC couldn't figure out cause they weren't interested in letting us get to know these characters. They just wanted to get through their narrative that they were stringing together.
0: <laughs> they also have to just and
1: the... that's why it fell apart.
0: Yeah. Wrong director for it. Yeah. That's all rough. It's fine. I just really hope Superman doesn't get punished. That's my biggest thing, my biggest concern.
1: I would love to see a, a cool Superman movie with, like, fucking Brainiac. Or even, like, Perfect. something really crazy, like Toy Man. Yeah. Atomic Skull. There are Superman characters that are rad. Keep Luther in there. He can be, like, the Magneto in the X Men movies where yeah. he's, like, in all of them. Yeah.
0: That's fine. You yeah. Don't have to have Luther be immediately, like, the biggest villain but He could be the one pulling Pulling strings. The strings. Brainiac would be a great Brainiac would have been a fantastic first villain mm-hmm. instead of like especially Brainiac, he, like Zod but just kind of Yeah he different. could have
1: ties to Krypton Yeah
0: It has the origin ties exactly like mm-hmm. and in some comics Brainiac is the one who did destroy Krypton
1: Yeah Or you could do like I really like the version of Brainiac where you, like maybe not shrinking and bottling cities oh, but yeah. he that he destroys civilizations and then like collects pieces of them Yeah So you could have this whole thing where he's fighting Brainiac and Brainiac is literally All that is left of Krypton is like whatever's there in Brainiac's ship. Yeah, and then Superman like has to choose to destroy it, and like, turn away from that conflict and accept that he's a child of Earth now. Yeah, there's There's there you go. There's a free great Superman for you. (sighs) I'll never
0: use it. You're You're welcome.
1: (laughs) No fucking charge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. It's fine. It's listening to these like again. I dove into this podcast that. They do movies in review, but mm-hmm. they're doing just DC. and like They did Man of Steel first, obviously. Yeah. Fun fact, they also did an
1: entire Harry Potter universe in review. They did. Oh, wow. Yeah. They did. So okay. if you want a deep dive,
0: <laughs> as if you haven't already. There's no.
1: probably better Harry Potter podcasts out there, right? Definitely better ones. <laughs> uh, I can't find any. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know a single one.
1: Hmm, not one. Definitely not Muggle Problems. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs>
0: I don't know any good Harry Potter podcast or oh, murder mystery podcast. True crime.
1: Murder mystery. This mother <laughs> asshole. This mother asshole. <laughs> you know, I was going to call you a motherfucker. Mother like, asshole. I Actually, didn't even, like, do it justice. That's
0: some good shit. I kind of want to do a murder mystery podcast now. <laughs>
1: That'd be fun.
0: <laughs> I'm just talking about, like, some murder that happened. We can figure it out together.
1: But what a um, oh, Ezra Miller. I guess that Flash movie is still happening. Is it? So that's, I think that's why they did that thing of putting him in the Flash TV show. Oh, that's right. 100% they want us to be like, hey, remember this, guy He's still alive. Also, a Flash. <laughs> we know that Justice League movie just doesn't exist. but Here he is. They're, go, they're
0: saving him for something. I'll go see it. Oh, I want to see it. He cares. He yeah. cares so much. But
1: I like the Flash as a character. Yeah. A lot of these uh, DC characters I... Like, got my introduction from, like, the Superman animated series. They had, like, an episode where Superman raced the Flash. Yeah. And they had an episode <gasps> I did uh, like that, that introduced League. Green Lantern. And it was basically Hal Jordan's origin, but they made it Kyle Rayner, I think, because he was the Green Lantern in the comics at the time.
0: Arrow just teased Green Lantern.
1: I saw that. I saw a clip of that. That's cool. That's a
0: nice segue for him as a character. Yeah. Green Lantern. I
1: love John Stewart as Green Lantern.
0: Yeah, he's going to be Diggle.
1: I wish they would use... a. I think
0: it's John Diggle. I like think his first name's so John. It's his just... name's
1: John Diggle, but they did. I was reading a thing afterwards, and they're like, "Well, they said that his grandfather's last name was Stuart, so mm. like all this shit." But that's fine. It's a good way
0: to save the character because yeah. it's like, "Oh fuck, he'd be a green, good Green Lantern." Shit. Yeah. Uh, whatever.
1: But I, I wish they'd just used fucking John Stewart Green Lantern from the beginning, mm. and they could have put him in Justice League.
0: I know. We Instead wouldn't of have cyborg. to suffer
1: through Cyborg.
0: <laughs> they could have used the same actor. Yeah. <laughs> <could he just laughs>
1: I like Ray Fisher. I think he's yeah. pretty good in that movie. It's so distracting to just watch his head float there over I know. the CG. But
0: that's why he would been yeah, just. You could have just literally <laughs> casted Ray Fisher instead you know, of Cyborg. He's, he's got a Lantern. great voice too. Yeah, that's pretty what I a
1: mean. Real y voice.
0: And that's what like John
1: Stewart's Green Lantern is.
0: So mm-hmm. I ugh, now I'm upset again. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna think back on Superman and Flash racing at the end of Justice League and how happy that made me.
1: I wish they had u- I wish they would use the architect John Stewart though, and not the military John Stewart.
0: Yeah, I feel like Ray Fisher would have been a. Military John Cert. probably,
1: but I love the the idea of him. The reason he's such an interesting Green Lantern is because he's an architect and he would have these very like intricate very oh, yeah, mathematical yeah. constructs.
0: He's kind of like uh oh whatever his name is <laughs> <laughs> Wizard Boy
1: is? Harry Potter no, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for Marvel Wizard Boy why why am I Doctor uh, Doctor Strange, Strange? Jesus.
1: <laughs> can i way. need another beer can you give me another beer <laughs> you need another beer <laughs> it's gonna reset my brain I'll bring, it, I'll bring
0: it thank you you're the best um yeah it would have been like dr strange that's why yeah. his stuff is also cool and like extravagant like unique
1: yeah but i'm yeah i'm really hoping uh, i'm green lantern green Lantern's fun yeah i would love to see another green lantern movie i always thought green lantern was Ryan so interesting Reynolds. um he should have been Kyle Rayner and not Hal Jordan, that's all I'll say. He would have been a better Kyle Rayner.
0: Eh, no, he was, he was perfect for Deadpool. You're giving me the
1: watermelon one? Do you not like them? Jesus Christ. Mm. Um,
0: it's fine. They're just the weakest of the beer.
1: But yeah, uh, hopefully DC can get it together and just make interesting movies with these characters and like diversify, do shit that Marvel still hasn't done.
0: I think I think they are. I, I have, I'm really excited to see Birds of Prey. I think it's going to be
1: Birds of spray. Prey looks fun.
0: I think it's going to be ex- Birds of Spray.
1: That's Birds like of it spray. It's it. the PornHub version. That's what. <laughs>
0: that's what we'll be doing when uh, Margot Robbie's on screen. Mm-hmm. Spraying everywhere. Yeah, constantly. Just shooting ropes. And that's it. It's gonna be one sticky theater Nobody when we leave.
1: <laughs> I like Mary Elizabeth Winstead too, and she's playing Huntress. They
0: have a great cast.
1: Yeah. Cast is really cool. Um, Hugh McGregor is Black Mask. Hugh McGregor.
0: Uh, and he has the mask.
1: Victor Zaz is a character in it, which is kind of cool. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. I bring Zaz.
0: Cool. Who is it? Who's Mr. Zaz? Uh,
1: Chris Messina is the actor. Interesting. But uh, it'll be the second time we've seen Zaz in live action because Zaz's in mapping begins.
0: Zaz is also in Gotham. I don't watch Gotham. <laughs> Gotham's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I had to watch it. <laughs> I was curious. It was interesting what they did with Riddler and Penguin.
1: Yeah. I am really happy that... uh. Margot Robbie's Harley-survived uh, Suicide Squad. Yep. And that not only do we have Birds of Prey coming, but she's definitely in James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Oh, so. she's Harley. Yeah.
0: Like, they've cast the perfect Harley. Yeah. And we all fucking knew it. Just watch her in, uh... jeez, I am terrible names today, but, um, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. She does, she's like, She's doing perfect... a Harley voice. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't do the exact voice for Harley, which I appreciate, yeah, but it's, it's kind like, of funny. she just had that Jersey accent. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Harley. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, I'm curious. Was that you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just where they go with her next, and if they introduce another Joker or, or what? Cause I love.
0: I think Joker's going very hush hush.
1: I really want to see Harley and the Joker together in a way that makes sense.
0: <laughs> I want Joker to go bye bye real bad, and I want them. It won't happen. But no. I want them to bring Jared Leto back, and I want them to let him do I don't his think that's Joker. happen that's what, <laughs> no. Well, that's why I think if he goes away for a super long time, uh-huh. and it's kind of like what they're doing, like how they're rebooting it, is they're not actually doing a storyline to reboot. What they're doing is they're just not going to talk about it. Uh-huh. So if Suicide Squad 2, which hopefully it's not called Suicide Squad 2. It's hopefully. just called The Suicide Squad. Perfect. Reboot it. Nobody cares. Yep. You let Joker just hide forever. He's mm-hmm. referenced, he's mentioned, he's whatever. Yeah, and who's... then eventually just... If DC's under new control, what it, just what it looks like, um, yeah. bring Jay Little back, and let him do his Joker mm. that he wanted to do, and and like it. That way, that way, it's easy for him, to, us, to bring back Joker. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be the tattoos. It doesn't have to be the teeth. It doesn't have to be whatever. Yeah. Just his Joker.
1: I think if when we see Joker again, that's not enough. <laughs> um,
0: it's what, like when like we this see, Joker, not Joaquin Phoenix. That was when, a one-off. Yeah,
1: when we see Joker again, Zach. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? When we see Joker again... It, like never come out it'll be what Matt Reeves like puts together. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I'm fine with that. Like, I'd, Let it be his third Batman movie. Yeah. Let Joker rest.
0: That'd be fine. I'd, again, I still think you... Well, no, at that point... Let and it, I doubt he
1: would put together... You know, I doubt he would bring Ligo in.
0: Let, well, I mean, Leto looks like he's twenty-seven stone. He's like actually fifty. It's fucking bonkers. Yeah. It's he weird. What's what's well, because he's Ooh, a new Jared Leto's age.
1: Yeah, he's the same age as Ben Affleck. That's what I why I was so annoyed during that whole uh, Jason Todd theory shit. Oh, I know with Suicide Squad. It wasn't Todd. <laughs> Where they're like, it's the it's actually She's Jason. 40.
0: Jared Leto. Yes.
1: That's fifty. That's
0: not fifty. Jared Leto was not twenty-eight. Forty eight. Oh, forty eight. I thought you said twenty eight, like man. you are That's fifty. That's, That's the same forty eight and fifty. Why are you acting like I... He, you he you act, act like
1: he was in his fifties? Like he was hell old. He's forty eight. That is That's not that old. But fifty is? <laughs> no, like mid fifties. <laughs> he said like fifty. I
0: said like fifty. Like gives me that five year bump and on each say, side. And, said, you're said, like...
1: and you said you idiot. <laughs> and then <laughs> you're just 48. dragging me over <laughs> I don't here. Think he's... You're going to have a hard fiftieth birthday. It's going really, to be really rough on you. I truly hope neither of you are. I right. definitely won't be. Are going to be dead by then? Probably. I'll be present. I just won't be there. I'll be present? I just won't be there. Like, I've told you, if, when this Batman movie comes out, if it's not great, I'm just going to fade out of existence.
0: <laughs> He's going to be like Voldemort.
1: Like, in my seat. I'm going to be like Luke Skywalker at the end of Last Jedi. Mm, or that. Just, like, fade away. I think it was asleep during that part. In my robot hand. <laughs>
0: It just drops because it's not part of him. Well man. Whoa. <laughs> um, speaking of Star Wars, the leaked stuff of that, that was cool.
1: Did you watch that video? Like, like nine minutes of uh, the Star Wars TV show? It was, oh, like, no. test footage. It was pretty red. It was alright. Uh,
0: I'll have to look it up. Well, I'm just bad. bummed that they gave her the, the Luke dark suit and then the fucking... Double bladed lightsaber because it makes sense because she fights with a staff, so give her a yeah,
1: staff saber. It felt it's like they fine. were setting that up visually in the first two movies, and then it just yeah, goes nowhere. I number. know, I know, that's <laughs> fine.
0: It's because, like, in, I think the plot was that she combines Luke's and uh, Leia's saber into it. That would have been cool. Like, kind of like when Force Awakens, that's what he does with his mm-hmm. to create the staff. Yeah. And that would have been dope. Uh, that would have been so sure. dope.
1: Yeah. It's weird, like, watching. Uh... Rise of Skywalker I didn't dislike it and I didn't really understand the hate for it. But I like seeing it. all the things that it like could have been, I was like, yeah, this is a little annoying. Yeah. But I kind of feel the same way about Return of the Jedi. <laughs> so I guess it is a worthy. Like yeah. I don't really like Return of the Jedi and when you see all this stuff that Return of the Jedi almost was. Yeah. Like missed out on uh, quite a bit. I know. But maybe they'll repurpose that stuff cuz a lot of Got What got caught out of Return of the Jedi has popped up in other things. Oh, perfect. Like Vader's whole like, lava castle in uh, Rogue One was originally from Return of the Jedi.
0: Perfect. I, 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 <laughs> give me Raid. Are you okay over there? I just spilled myself.
1: It's fine. Jesus Christ. She's she's, she's patting herself down. And this is
0: before 48. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: Wetting, wetting down those titties. <laughs> I just her down my we
0: bring up Margot Robbie, and you're just over there getting the titties that all was wet. Ages ago. I don't know it's finally hitting you. I just thought
1: about it. Sorry, not about Margot Robbie. <laughs> Again. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, all right. Is that you you got to go, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I got to get out of here. All right. Well. Have you watched uh, Have you watched that Harley Quinn cartoon? No, because uh, well, I, go. I have
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting because eventually dc universe the uh, dc is going to get molded into the hbo max so i'm just gonna it's good
1: wait. it's like i'm I'm surprised how much i like it it's a lot that's of fun heard, so. especially poison ivy poison ivy is my favorite part of it perfect i can't wait because they do this real like daria type take on poison ivy where she's just like what? she's just like over it all the time that's and fair Honestly, mood. she's like low-key dating kite man but is ashamed of it <laughs> it's really fucking great is this my life yes <laughs> Are you saying I'm Kite Man? No. I don't know who Kite Man is. Kite who, Man's dope.
0: Who would I be in the DC universe? A grilled cheese sandwich. I don't know what that means. Was it wrong? I'm gooey <laughs> in the inside. No. Everybody likes me. Do You
1: You don't understand why we call you the grilled
0: cheese? Because everybody <laughs> likes him. Yeah. Huh, that's nice. I appreciate that. Some people don't like me. Name cool. one person. <laughs> oh.
1: Actually, I know. Yeah, I don't write Oh, who is it? I'll tell you Are off. You tell me off mic? Okay. Yeah. Say off camera. Whatever. Are you filming this?
0: <laughs> we we'll film um, everything, Jackson. I'm not, not this. <laughs> <laughs> camera in every room. Oh,
1: I wish I hadn't jerked off in your bathroom so much. <laughs> oh, no, that's where we film first. <laughs> <laughs> so much. We have three cameras in there. We don't miss yeah. a single
0: angle. Yeah, bit please. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, um,
1: we got to get you out of here. All yeah, right. Yeah. Good Goodbye, night. everyone. Bye.